Sweet. Sometimes you get a good article quick. Sometimes you don't. You have an article? I do have an article. <laughs> this got, is good. You got a Kool-Aid jammer. <laughs> Kool-Aid jammer. What you really got. That's what I oh, man. loving I is what Kool-Aid I got. Jammers. Which ones do we have? We have the classic flavors. Tropical Punch. Ooh, that is... Yummy! When I think of Kool-Aid Jammer, that's what I think of. That one or Cherry or Grape. I was going to say um, Red. Red one? Red. Red for you? Red. These are okay. I just... No. I didn't want to make a cup of coffee. Mm. (sighs) So, David. How's it going? (laughs) This is the way it should have been from the beginning. Just... Two dudes sipping. Two dudes sipping. That sounds like a podcast. Two dudes sipping. Sipping. That's what we do for an hour. Just. <laughs> yeah. That'll get a lot of, lot of watches. Yeah. I know Tristan would watch it. He would. He would. Uh, but I don't know if that's the barometer I would use. What? He's a third of this. Okay. So hey. should we, should we acknowledge it off the bat or should we just acknowledge it later? Man. <laughs> the elephant what, what in the room. Tristan do? The elephant outside the room. Acknowledge the it right off the bat. Yeah. And talk a bunch of crap. Yeah, so he abandoned us for a vacation to be with his family. That's it. Bye. All right. Triflix. <laughs> so, All right. it's just David and I today. Yep. But just us. that's the only difference. Isn't We're going to talk about stuff like we always do. I love stuff. Yeah. So, I do have a news story. Okay. In the ninth hour, I found one. Ooh. Um, news story time traveler oh so I don't know if you've heard of this trend or not this is a thing hold on I'm rolling up my pants because it's hot and I've got I've got jeans on um okay so a lot of information there (laughs) what rolling up my jeans man trying to let my legs out actually I'm gonna take these socks off too all right I'm gonna take a sip from my oh that's so much better gotta let them gotta let them pigs fly Get on out there. Yeah, keep them away from me. Okay. <laughs> hey, they're not even anywhere near you. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So, come to find out, there's this trend on TikTok. No. Okay. I guess Scared. there's a lot of time travelers on TikTok now. No way. Is that where they are? Supposedly. Oh, man. TikTok is the time traveling mechanism of the internet. Oh, get it? Because, like, it's the clock goes TikTok <laughs> and it's like time and. And oh, I've that traveled. That makes so much sense. What are they doing on there? Technically, we're all time travelers. We can only just go forward at a very slow rate. <laughs> Thank you. Second at a time. Yeah, such a lame <laughs> I know, that's ability. So what do we got? What's going on there? So here's the deal, okay? So this time traveler is is warning that later this year a new species will emerge after the ground opens up. New species of what? Oh, here you go. Okay, so like it says, he's saying that it specifically, <laughs> it's they're they're nicknaming it the Great Split, and it okay. will happen July fourteenth, twenty twenty two. Mark your calendars. I'm marking it. It's already on my calendar. America's biggest earthquake. Wow. Okay. This Good. is a uh, this is his handle on TikTok is <laughs> the Hidden God One. Couldn't couldn't, couldn't claim the normal Hidden God. Different. Don't want to be that guy. <laughs> The great uh, prophet was too late to capture his own username. 
<laughs> not that awesome. So supposedly this video has been viewed 6.7 million times, and it's just pictures of, it looks like, this is definitely a movie scene from, I think, 2012. Okay. Um, so, oh, yeah. Duh. The movie 2012. Yeah, sorry. I was like, the what movie. movie? But they named it 2012. It's, it's the yeah. old Great Split. This is the 2022 yeah. Great Split. You know? That one wasn't real. This is this is the one that's actually happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I believe it. So, um, so yeah. So, there's one. And it, and it says, uh, extreme weather will impact the world in recent years. Uh Let's see. Secondly, oh, on August 9th, uh, we are also two million people around the world will mysteriously disappear. Oh, my gosh. I hope I'm one of them. Yeah. Oh, and there's another one on, Oct- on the 3rd of October. <laughs> oh, is yeah. this all from the same guy? Or yeah. are these different people? No, I think this is all from the same guy. Okay. And it says that uh, stalkers will start showing up around the world. St- like the creatures. <laughs> yep. Oh, from like the, the game? Yeah. Oh man, I believe it. So I am. <laughs> I can't believe how on board I am with this guy. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> the hidden god one, up, man. <laughs> I'm pulling him up on TikTok right this now. This is gonna get you on hidden TikTok. Hidden god one. That's uh, what I've been needing to pull me into the. What is it? The, the, the algorithm. The algorithm. Yeah. The one that rules them all. Oh my goodness, that's a bum, that's bum, a baby. Bum, bum. Um, okay. okay. Well, yeah. So watch out, everybody. Um, July 14th, the great split. Watch yourself. Okay. In America only? That's it. Just America. Well, yeah, because, you know, (laughs) earthquakes, they're very regional. It'll Mm -hmm. be fine. So, where's our music? California specifically. Oh, yeah. The music. Oh, let's uh, make it together. Long enough. Um, give it like ten more seconds. Netflix. What's up? Welcome everybody. We're without Tristan today, but that's the most we're going to say about it. That's it. Um, that's all the that's all the airtime yeah. he gets today. Yep. Uh, I am efficiency manager and maybe soon to be a office manager. Maybe Tristan, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we got over here. We got Cole Ankney. He is a producer, and uh, he kind of helps keeps everything else going that I don't decide to stick my nose into <laughs> so we're a powerful team minus tristan but yeah but yeah shout out to daniel daniel morgan you're helping us chug along we thanks appreciate man you yeah we got to give yeah, him a positive yeah. shout out today yep yep after all the we tearing down he did on <laughs> two three us. weeks ago <laughs> yeah but, that's okay he'll make it he'll make it yep what do we do we uh we do a lot of video stuff those stuff that you're looking at on youtube right now mm-hmm. things that we like to do most but if you're just listening to us that's okay too because we like to be pretty good at that yeah audio stuff. we like to think we are yeah we try we're upgrading we're becoming better we like to be the best video production company in the state and then in the world, world. worldwide yeah mr world <laughs> but uh prestige worldwide we love to talk about topics that may enter to us in that way and somewhat maybe not i don't know we also just fans of technology so big fans whatever this happens 
whatever happens in the news when we're doing this uh that's what we like to talk about yeah we've got uh we've got some new stuff to talk about and then we're also we're actually going to carry over our conversation from last week a little bit oh yeah um because my argument my argument for the MetaQuest 2 was so strong. Mm-hmm. David went home and bought one. He influenced me so much. I, I actually went paid. home and did my own research. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't start. Uh, you watched one video. That doesn't count. Uh, okay. So I knew for the Not most part it was like 90% what I wanted. The only thing I really needed of me. to make sure. Yes, because I got you to you. 90. You got me to 90%. <laughs> I, I trust your judgment on most things. We A lot of what we think about aligns. But I am a different type of gamer than Cole. It's true. And Hardcore. Yeah. yeah he's got <laughs> I'm a, a real gamer. He's got a gallon of Mountain <laughs> Dew. <laughs> Baja Blast. Baja Blast. Baja. Baja. <laughs> <laughs> He lives in a basement. I mean, yeah. how how gamer is I'm that? I'm alone. I live in a basement and I play video games. I mean, what, how more gamer can you get? <laughs> I love so, it. what I needed from the MetaQuest is I want to be able to play oh, the games. The MetaQuest. The MetaQuest. Me- Meta it is too. the quest of the Meta. Oh yeah. Sorry, I just it's, had to point that out. It's the quest to find more quests. I guess. Uh, what quest. if you could like put Different a MetaQuest on while you're inside the MetaQuest? Well, then that actually, would be a meta quest. That's true. It'd be very meta. <laughs> I'm ready for the promised land. Take me, Zuck. <laughs> Zuck, take the wheel. <laughs> okay, what got you the, 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 the last 10%? The 10% was um, Linus Tech Tips said it wasn't terrible. Small indie channel. Small indie channel. Shout out to them. Getting there. Um, and then they also demonstrated you can connect it with a cable to your computer, which has more intense graphics power and everything and you can make it run the game itself and just show the feed on the, the your little set of goggles and so i didn't play know what you could do yeah i i mean at first when i heard about it i thought you couldn't do that have and you tried it i have tried it i bought the game boneworks ah. uh, it's one of tristan's kind of favorite uh studios stress level zero uh, they were originally part of like Freddie W's type thing. I forget the guy's name. Brandon JLA, JLA something, I think. I don't, know. don't look he'll, at me. He'll be mad at me for not getting it right. Probably. But he's um, not here. <laughs> they kind of pioneered the VR realm and what you can and can't do. And so they were very, uh, I don't know, pronounced in when their game came out. And it's really cool. And I've been playing Boneworks for a little bit, only have like 10 hours in. Oh, and it takes it takes a while. It's just fun to be in there. I mean, VR just a whole different experience. You can kind of do whatever you want in real life. Fake. <laughs> you can fake whatever you do in real life. So it's actually not that interesting. I know, right? When you really break it down. Yeah. But the cool thing, my favorite part about Boneworks is that like you don't have to have like the strength to climb things because it's all simulated. Oh so, yeah. So like you can climb like pipes and like lift yourself up by just like your forearms. <laughs> it's like wow, my my character in game just like really hit the gym for the past ten years because I'm not even using my legs to climb up this pipe. And so it, it's pretty cool. You can like climb things and like look over edges and jump around. So it's been fun. Is it like open world type that you're just kind of messing around with, or like is there like a purpose for the game? Uh, there, there's like a storyline to it. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's kind of, I think it's kind of like a VR inspiration of like Half Life. Oh, okay. So kind of how Half Life was a game that pioneered the 3D 
like like shooter game, making it main mainstream and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Boneworks is trying to be that, but for VR. Gotcha. And they kind of worked with Valve a little bit on some stuff too. But okay. Valve is a studio that made Half-Life and other games that you probably heard of. But uh, that's what pushed me over to Edge for uh, the Quest 2 and the price. It's only like 300 bucks, which is amazing for a VR headset of its capabilities because the barrier to entry was pretty high for a while. It was like 600 bucks minimum. Yep. And I don't know, like the Valve Index was like 1000 yeah, no, they so, got pretty pricey pretty fast. Yeah. So, but I've bought another game that's on the headset itself. It's called Beat Saber. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah. A lot of fun with that. <laughs> well, I've played it now, so I can kind of speak to it. I know, right? So my arms and shoulders are quite sore. Which is, I which is like, we talked about it. It's like the main reason I bought the headset. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I like to play games. I'm a pretty casual gamer. Just enjoy trying to have some fun you know, something different. Grew up with video games, so it's like, yeah, I like it. Nintendo. But I'm not like, yeah, not Nintendo, because I, I I knew what a good game was. <laughs> <laughs> you hurt my soul every time you say but it. See, I just, I cared more about graphics. That's like, true. Give me more graphic power. I want higher resolution, better yeah. textures. Like, that was, that was the goal. Right. Because, you know, I like the cinematic aspect of games anyways. Mm-hmm. So the ability to... Have Nintendo something in higher is fidelity. not known for that. They're known for making just fun games that barely use the graphics. Correct. Like even like their most recent games, they don't. Yeah. No. There's no. I, there's, I understand. It's not 4K 120 VRR. <laughs> it doesn't uh. make you feel like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but so, no, yeah. I've been. Uh, I don't know. I've been impressed with it. So I'm excited mm-hmm. that you got one and. David and I need to try out like the multiplayer yes. features online. I'm interested to see how it all interfaces, but that'll be that'll be later. We'll talk about that later. Maybe we'll get some video of it here in the studio. Yep. When we have some new, um, was it those rolls, those green screen roll? Yes. Of paper as backdrop. That's what it is. Yes. We bought some new paper backdrops, which we've had. It's we've been putting the studio together little bits at a time, which we'll talk mm-hmm. about even more about that today. But like. We finally got the rolls put up, um, and they are just nine foot wide paper rolls mm, that really um, nice. They're super nice. They're savage, so they're yeah, savage. Made in the USA. <laughs> um, they're really cool. So we finally we were struggling to purchase them because they're nine feet long, and they oh, cost yeah. hundreds of dollars to ship. And yeah, so we're like, yeah, it's such an awkward box that they come in, which I get. You yeah. know, you're like, oh, here's a nine foot long box that's like <laughs> n- not even a foot wide. So that's not going to fit in a standard Amazon box. No, not so much. <laughs> so they're like two hundred dollars to ship, and it's that's more than the three rolls we bought yeah. collectively put together. So I went to Roberts and purchased them. We got black, mm-hmm. white, pure white. Sorry, there's mm-hmm. three different whites, and then a tech green. Tech green. So. And telling you that, we're also hoping that, like, those two things can go together because we mm. can, I think, if we do it right, you can use the green screen and you can stand yep. in front of it with the VR headset on and then it'll essentially show you in your environment right? if you film it correctly. Yeah, I haven't looked too much into it, but I think we can do it. We might have to get, like... We have the technology. We have the technology. I we, definitely we think we have the stuff we need. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that you have a pretty powerful pc oh yeah 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 so that's half the battle i don't know if it's cross-platform we, we'd have to look into it but we can we'll be able to do something yeah with it for sure yeah we just want to see it'd be really cool to just at least try it yes and maybe we can eventually i don't know 
We can make a virtual triflix. <laughs> we talked about it having our own little store in the metaverse. I mean, if it's a, if it's a thing and that's what people are doing, I mean, I yeah. guess we'll give it a shot. <laughs> if it gets us business, um, I'm I don't not... know how it would work even because like we all of our stuff is in the real world unless like we have like a virtual <laughs> I camera. I don't, I don't know. Which then you're shooting virtual videos? Yeah. Well, I mean that's kind of what it's Disney crazy. and Pixar does. Oh yeah. Because they with the animation. Did, did you hear about that? Yeah. Like they like tracked someone holding, uh, just not a, not a actual camera, but like a rig that has the motion sensors that like VR does have. Yep. And they mapped that into like the story, this Toy Story's like virtual camera to make it look handheld. That's insane. Yeah. So we could do that, maybe. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Now, I could see that being an asset. Yes. <laughs> to be able to be like, okay, now we can do all these virtual shooting. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. And I would be remiss to not mention Corridor Digital in this, because that's something they did. Yes. Uh, for their virtual Dungeons and Dragons thing, their D&D coal. It's a thing. <laughs> People do it. I know it's I, a thing. I'm speaking out for you, Tristan, because I know that you would probably bring it up here. Uh, they were having troubles with it, but they mapped using like the VR like kit thing. You can put a little sensor on top of your camera, and you can have it connect to the uh, the rendering environment they had on their computer to make it 3D. Because they had like a 3D modeler make a whole area like for a video game. Yep. In I think it was Unity, and they mapped that to the virtual camera so they can record themselves. In real life, <laughs> and then stick it into the game where it's rendered, but it'll like match all the camera features with like the same field of view, the f stops, and everything. So it looks like it's the same thing but virtual. Which and they're very just cool. Stuck in, which is <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I would love to try that, but technology for that's probably not in the budget right now. Not so much, man. We're getting there soon. I mean, we just hung these sound blankets in here. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I am thinking I'm I'm getting a little bit of a difference in here. Yeah, I think there's a little bit less reverb. I think in like the higher pitch things, especially, you can dent it down. Um, It'll be interesting once yeah. we get three plus more people in here again. So yeah. you guys have to let us know. We've actually not to toot our own horn or anything, but <laughs> we've gotten some <laughs> compliments on our audio. So I'm oh, hoping that yes. this helps take us to the next level. I'm thinking we'll get some stuff in the corners. We'll be good mm -hmm. to go. Yep. Uh, the corners right now, if you ever walk around a room and you kind of just talk at a wall, you can hear <laughs> David, <laughs> yeah. David does a lot really weird and make everybody <laughs> stare at you and think like, what's wrong with that man staring at a wall and talking to it. Huh. You can hear more of an echo, especially if you look up into the corner and you talk. You can hear it compared to the rest of the room. So, which I've got, I've got some ideas. Yeah, we are uh, we're pushing really hard, to, and I know we've talked about this many a time, but as we're growing, we've definitely been pushing really hard to mm. step up the game in in the space that we have. Yeah, and we are going to use the backdrops for the first time for a shoot coming this week. So oh, I'm excited for that. Very excited about that. Yeah. To we'll we'll get to utilize the new lights, the new set all the things so right. i'm excited to give it a shot there's we have we have most of the tools to do the things that we need in the space so mm. which is that's what we've been gunning for this entire time it's exciting yeah. and we've been in here less than a year we Has got it, it october been... of last year what yeah it feels so much longer I know. being in here we've done so much stuff in here it's come a long yeah. way from bare bones to this yep. so yeah. um quite proud of ourselves with oh, we what are. we've done <laughs> look you know? at us 
pretty happy. Just a bunch of money. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of money track. in this no, place. <laughs> These hexagons were a lot of money. And, you know, I looked at the reviews and they're kind of not the best for, like, their jobs. Like the normal square ones. Yeah. That are big and, like, kind of thicker depth to them. They kind of do a little bit more. You know, a, I like how these look. So I was going to say that's, that is more of an aesthetic thing, yes. to be honest with you. I think, I honestly think with the blankets and if we throw some stuff in the corners, I honestly think we're going to be just about there. Yeah. I think the corners are probably the biggest uh, adversaries right now in sound that we mm-hmm. have at the moment. Then we might throw some stuff on the doors that might help as well. Mm-hmm. Throw a little bit of sound foam on the doors. So we're yeah. getting there. This room's going to be locked in we're also trying to find a new table but anyways uh, yeah. we'll talk more about that at a later day okay um what we got yeah we've got something else to talk about today um moment of silence for <laughs> the uh the ipod yeah and you play done. some taps <laughs> she gone <laughs> she she's gone. gone apple recently announced on their own little newsroom that the, after about like 20 years, they yeah, are 20 years. discontinuing the iPod and they will be sold for as long as supplies last. Which I bet most of you listening probably didn't even know they still sold iPods. Right. Which but is the iPod Touch variant. They are not yeah. selling the ones with the click wheels. Um, I feel like they shot themselves in the foot with that. Like they're just selling an iPhone without cell cellular stuff in it. Yeah. So like... For sure. You're competing against yourself. And I think if they just stuck with like the shuffles, which for those who don't know what an iPod shuffle is. <laughs> Sorry, just, you suck. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, no. Get out of here. Close <laughs> the podcast. We don't want you watching anymore. <laughs> they, if you remember the click wheel ones, they're basically just chop the screen off and you just control the iPod and it's like really tiny and small. And it's just Gosh, like it was... a lot of joggers and runners would just like strap it onto their forearm and like Bada bing, bada boom. There you go. You got yep. a little music player. And like, that's all they needed it for. No, for sure. Because I mean, yeah. I that's what I bought both of my kids a iPod Touch. Because again, the price. it is the, uh, what was it? I think it was just under two. Yeah. I could be wrong. Um, but still, I mean, for the fact that you could pick one up and it did everything that an iPhone did minus cell service and it was thinner, lighter, you know. And it was at a price point where you're like, yeah, you know, if you lose it or break it, I'm less worried about it. And it doesn't come with like a service fee attached, you know, or a service yeah. agreement. So, you know, it's like there's Wi-Fi most places. Yeah. And, you know, now that I mentioned like the iPod shuffle just being on your body and like you can run around and do stuff. I think, was it the AirPods you can put like music in their box? Is that a thing that you can do? I don't like know. you can have it downloaded to it? That's a, I don't know if you can, I don't, maybe yeah. that sounds, I know the one thing that you can do is if you have a pair of AirPods, you can, yeah. you can pair them to your watch. Yes. And your watch does yeah. save music. You know what? Similar. Looking at it, it's very similar form factor to a shuffle. And what are they? They're like four gig or something like that. Yeah. I think and is what they I allocate. How many songs is a gig. Gosh, you can, there's a yeah. good amount. I mean, especially the stuff that you're, I mean, essentially you're using your music platform, whether that's Spotify, YouTube music or Apple music. And it's just, okay. it can keep a rotation of downloaded music on your device. Okay. And then so, you can, you can essentially go on a run without taking your phone or anything else and just using your yeah. Apple watch. So I guess they, like I said, I think they just kind of cannibalize their iPods market. Yeah. And you know, 20 years for a product, that's a pretty good long run. Yeah, and I, I mean, think they probably did just 
fine yeah. with the iPod. You know, I mean, that was one of the things that really got him off the ground. Mm-hmm. So yep. it, it was it a was good huge. run. Uh, like it wasn't super revolutionary because it wasn't. It didn't do too much different other than just be easy to use. And but that's huge. Not be the Zune. <laughs> you know what's funny though? You know what's funny? I never had one, but yeah. man, I thought the Zune was good looking. Yeah, I kind of liked the design of it. Like, didn't it think, didn't look terrible. Yeah, I didn't think the UI um, was that bad either. Yeah, I never owned one either. But I, I, I really nerded <laughs> out about iPods growing up. That was my thing. I would pull up the keynotes because you know Steve Jobs and his keynotes were just killer. Nobody, I don't think anybody's come close to him just because of how, like even the modern Apple stuff. I just doesn't seem the same. No, no, Compared to how Steve Jobs ran the keynotes. And that's the thing. Like, I was not a big Apple guy, like, back in the day. It was like, Apple, like, don't... So, when the first iPhone came out, don't get me wrong, saw a couple of them in the the world, and I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was like, it's a music player. No, it was like an iPod, a video player, an internet communications device. (laughs) It was cell phone. Yeah, iPod, cell phone, I'm pretty sure he said something specific. I don't know. It was some weird thing. It was like, but I don't know what an internet communicator is. And he like said it over and over and over. And people were like, <laughs> do you get it now? It's the iPhone. <laughs> and people were like, oh my gosh. They're just flipping things around. 600 yeah. bucks, right? Yeah. I think was, they were when they came out. I mean, Which the first one twice didn't even have an app store. Yeah, right. And like, dude, it I, got people in. I can remember. So at the time. We're going to nerd out, okay? Yeah. At the time, I had a Motorola Q. What is that? So that was... <laughs> come on, man. I was so hoping. <laughs> Let me look it up. It Keep essentially, talking. It essentially looks like a BlackBerry, but it was a Windows phone. Oh it so ran ugly. Windows. Um, and that's what I had. I thought it was yeah, really cool. It does look like a BlackBerry. But it did all the it did all the, the stuff, right? I mean, it, it was a smartphone by all means. Like, mm-hmm. internet browser had all wow. the things. That age is definition of a smartphone. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Correct. Windows Mobile, right? right. Which was like, eh. <laughs> but really um, I can remember thinking it was so cool. And, you know, from there on, like, I continued with my Windows Mobile. And eventually, I got the first Android phone that came to Verizon. Mm. Um, but I can remember, like... Was it like, a droid? It was a droid Eris. Okay. Yep. Mm. I, have a, I have a spreadsheet of all the phones I've ever had. <laughs> and awesome. what year I bought them. Um and my first one was like a Nokia, like one of the bricks, you know, you could throw it against a wall and it would, it just kept going. <laughs> yep. That's our signature. Those were, those were baller. Um, but no, so HTC. I can, yep. yep. So forever, forever, um, I would make fun of people with iPhones because they didn't have <laughs> copy and paste. I forgot about that. It took forever yeah. to copy and paste. And I'll be like, oh, hold on, let me yeah. copy and paste this real fast. <laughs> Sucker. It was like a revolutionary thing in their keynote, too. It was like, now you could copy and paste. And like, it was like, yay, I guess. Thank right? you for the basic feature of Finally. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My first uh, smartphone was the uh, iPhone 4S. And so I think that was like kind of the first wow. well-made the one. Because there was like the iPhone, then the iPhone 3GS iphone 4 because they skipped two i guess and then 4s oh, that's right that's and right the s was like the souped up version of the four and it had like it fixed all the problems that the four had and it was pretty good i still have it it still turns on i still have a power cable for it somewhere um 
but it was That's good. so funny. I I'm, had like an old flip phone before. <laughs> I'm, everything. I'm so proud to say that I made it till last year for my first iPhone. <laughs> first one. Wow. I was in, I was sophomore in high school, I think, when I got my iPhone. Okay. I then quickly okay. moved away from it. Because I was going to say, yeah. I wanted to develop applications for my phone, and you had to pay like a license fee or something to even like mess with it at the time. I forget what it was, but I was like, I want to do it for free. And so like Android it is. And then I got the Motorola X, Moto X. And that was probably my favorite Android phone for a very long time. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Droid X. Uh, no, it was just called the, the, the Moto, Moto X. X really? Moto X. Yep. It was, um, I don't know if I remember that one, I think it was oh, one so of the first this. phones that Google produced when they bought Motorola, if you remember that. Oh, yeah, They bought yeah, yeah. Motorola. I know what you're talking about and now. And they made the Moto X. That's right. And it was just so awesome because it was like pure vanilla Android. They didn't do anything to it. <gasps> yes. Had a great camera, um, had all the features I wanted. Um, you could customize it, too. You could custom order it like with all the colors you want. Oh, it was yeah. made in America. Oh, I remember yeah. that one now because I would go through the configure, configurator oh, yeah. a couple times. Yeah, That's I hilarious. nerded out about that because yes. I, I was looking at it for a long time. I was like, man, I wonder what, which colors I want and all this stuff. And, <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Dude, I miss HTC so bad. Yeah, well, I don't know what happened to them. They just kind of they kind of blew it, didn't they? Yes, yeah, so I had uh, the Aris, which was their first one on Verizon, and then I had the Incredible, which was also HTC, and I mm -hmm. had the Thunderbolt, which was also HTC, and yeah. then the One M7 and the One M8. They were killing it for a long time. They like, were e even with the. <sighs> they partnered with Valve to make one of the first like like awesome VR headsets, the HTC Vive. Yeah, and they're still yeah. doing VR headsets, but it was like that one. That was like the revolutionary like kind of turning point for VR headsets because like they had these trackers and everything at the time, but it's still expensive. I feel like they're really good at getting the ball going and like getting that product going and then eventually just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Because they, they even teamed up with Google when they made the first Pixel. That was an right. HTC, which yeah. was still like my favorite mm -hmm. Android phone. You know, like when yeah. I got my first Pixel, I was like, this is amazing because it was, it was so rock solid. Right. Yeah, I had a friend um, in high school, uh, my friend Gary, and he, he was super nerded out about phones with me all the time. And HTC. Oh, yeah. It's the best. Yeah. It, they I were miss great. it. I miss it. I, I just, we should probably talk about cameras on the smartphones. If we're talking about smartphones, we have to talk about cameras. Yeah, I'm fine um, with that. All right, especially during that time, <laughs> during the 2012 and maybe to, to like 2017 smartphone cameras okay. were just yeah. insanely changing at a rapid rate because they were trying to figure out how to make that such a tiny sensor look good. Yep. And really it just kind of came down to post-processing and AI, but there was a time that came there, a lot later though. Yeah. But there was a time there where it was just like kind of desperate to find a good looking cell phone shooter. It's true. It's true. I mean, and there was a megapixel war for a long time. Yeah. That was like the first thing, right? They're like, eh. It's got 80 megapixels where this one only has like 24, but like it might actually look better with like less megapixels. Yeah. Well, so yeah. that I think one of the the good like examples or the kind of the interesting examples to um, examine was mm. the HTC One M7. Yeah. Because they came out with this phone, right? And it's a sea of, you know, at this point, like, let's see. 
during that year the Galaxy Note 3 came out. Hmm. And I'm I, if you don't mind look up what the uh, megapixel count was on yeah. the Galaxy Note 3 real fast. But on the 1M7 it was a 4 megapixel camera. And what they had done was they had integrated larger uh, pixels within it so that you could get more light. And this was their whole shtick, right? And they're like, larger pixels, you get more light, this and that. But yeah. we're going to keep it 4 megapixel because for whatever reason, they couldn't get away from the 4. Wow. And I can remember being like, okay, we're going we're gonna to make this work. We're going to see what it's like. And they kept it at that. And you no. could just see the difference of not having the resolution there. Mm-hmm. And I, let's see, I, I went from the, S, the Galaxy S3 to the 1M7. And then I pretty quickly in the same year went to the Note 3. So Note 3 <laughs> says the... Main camera, uh, back shooter yep. is 13 megapixels. Yeah. So, yeah. so you got a 13 megapixel camera, right? Yeah. As opposed to a four, and at that moment in time, like it mattered. Yeah. Especially because there was not a lot of post processing happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you were still like bought a Samsung. What'd you get? Very vibrant pictures. Mm-hmm. They very, were very always saturated. Very saturated. Yep. Um, and you got a little bit more, you know, less less of that going on with like HTC and some of the other players. Yeah. Um, and they they were trying to do different camera stuff all the time. Like it was it was cool and it was different. Man, when did this come out? Twenty thirteen. What the Note three? Yeah, it had some specs. Wow, because like yeah, the that camera goes up to four K at thirty FPS. Dude, it was. Um, that's pretty awesome for 2013. I can remember it came out and I was like, okie dokie, that's a powerhouse right there. And yeah. so I bought one. And it, uh, my favorite thing was is it had like a faux leather back at that point still. Oh, yeah. With the faux stitching around it. I remember seeing that. I was a little confused by it. But I was like, I guess that would be good. It was great. Yeah. It I didn't was really just, understand leather at the time. But. It was more of like, because again, like it. It was plastic with some like texture on it with a little bit of kind of like a rubber feel. So they tried to make it feel like it, but it was by no means leather. Yeah. That, that was the one cool thing about the Moto X that I was, I think it released around the same time. Let me look that up. Uh, you keep going while I look yeah, this up. Yeah, you're good. I'm assuming you're going to talk about something about the backs coming off. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 2013. So I think the last phone, the last phone I had, because I don't know if the Galaxy... No, I'm actually pretty sure the Note 3, the the back was still popping off of those. I don't yeah. remember. I think I think they stopped doing it on the 5. Okay. So I think it went all the way up to that. Um, but, you know, HTC was an aluminum body. Mm-hmm. And it was one central piece, so you couldn't do any of that. Um, but man, okay. being able to pop the back off and throw a battery or something in, I still yeah. miss that. Uh, that was the one thing I miss about the LG phones. Uh, there was for a yep. while, I forget the name of the line, but you could swap out the batteries. That it was, was hot like swap, a wasn't feature. It? Yeah, hot swappable yeah. batteries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was just amazing at the time because that just used to be a ubiquitous feature free smartphones right thanks apple um (laughs) right thanks for sealing everything shut (laughs) i will say if you give me the choice between a removable battery Hmm. and the water resistance or the waterproof it's a big trade-off give me the waterproof i'd rather have it sealed and give me the waterproof because Mm -hmm. it's nice to know that i can dunk my phone yeah and not have it not have an issue yeah so i looked it up it's the moto x 2014 variant so moto x2 but they 
named it by year because you know they're i prefer it by year because it's just easier to figure out well yes um but they allowed you to have uh wooden backs which i did a wooden back on mine i like, oh, upgraded yeah. immediately it's like a mahogany uh like a dark wood that i got on mine but which you could also cool. get leather and that was yeah. like the coolest thing but i was afraid of it because i didn't know how to take care of leather and i was like i don't want to ruin it and have it like peel off because i right. think i might have heard about something with samsung's that did that probably um but it was so so cool at the time you could just customize and custom order and have it like blue accents have the leather backs and oh the camera on that was insane the 2014 version yeah that's the one i took to the grand tetons and i took some of the best photos thing i've ever taken with a cell phone Dang. there ever that's impressive um yeah, oh. I bet if I took my iPhone there and took the same shots, it'd probably be even better. But yeah, but at think, the time, yeah, but think you know. about the the jump that we've had since then, right. right? You know, I think the computational photography is very impressive. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I have my qualms with the things that are happening because obviously we we understand the basics of photography mm-hmm. and there's we, a limit yeah and we know everything. what it's like to to shoot something on a full frame camera yeah. that's meant for getting a good still yes and we do we do a lot of hdr work so we do a lot of the you know the layering of images and pulling out the highlights and shadows that your phone is doing on its computer and using ai mm-hmm. you know in a millisecond when you shoot a photo um, we're doing all that post post processing ourselves manually. Yeah. So we understand how these processes work and kind of see the behind the scenes. And you're just kind of like, the only problem with it is, is when you know that you can have that sort of control, mm-hmm. it's hard to let it go. Yeah. And go here, like apply your style, you know, without being able to really change it. Right. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's like, it bakes it in, it's done. It compresses the file. It makes it so it's the most, you know, uh, cell phone uh, uh, optimized file so that you can send it and do all these things and it looks good mm-hmm. on your little screen but it's like as soon as you start to blow these up and do any editing with it they start to fall apart very yeah. quickly and I've been very spoiled especially now working with you guys here just knowing that like when we take a photo out of one of these very nice cameras that like there's a lot of detail in there and it's relatively accurate to actually what's being thrown at the sensor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes me very, for most of the population, doesn't matter on your cell phone, like all right. the, the stuff they do to it. But like, I think it's disingenuous to me. It's like, I want, when I take a picture, I want to take a picture, like know that like what I took was actually what I just saw. Right. Cause I notice in videos, especially, um, like if I'm outside and I'm walking around and like there's grass, if I move the camera too quickly, there's like this weird jello effect. Mm. And it's because of this post-processing is trying to prevent any smearing or whatever. So yep. they're like kind of, it's, it does some weird stuff. And they're like, I can't trust my phone camera to reproduce what I'm actually trying to film now. Yep. And I know it was probably just a glitch or something, probably fixed by now. But probably <laughs> it was like five years ago, but still like they're doing stuff to your photos and videos, which relatively may not be accurate anymore to actually what you're trying to see. Yeah. But most people, they just want to pick up their phone, go take a picture and be done and just know that whatever they took a picture of was basically what they saw. And yeah. that's all they need. The problem is it's made everybody a photographer. Oh, everybody. You know, get that Well, mocha. I, can, I can just oh, shoot it on my I iPhone. I didn't know your DSLR had portrait mode. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
And you can so pick out, I mean, if you have the eye, it's like you could so pick out a, mm. you know, essentially an AI generated bokeh. Yeah. As opposed to the actual thing. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. You going to sleep, buddy? <laughs> it's my bedtime it's coming your, up. Is it your bedtime? <laughs> time's your bedtime at? Mine's I try, at 10.30. I've been trying to go to bed at around like 10 or 11.30. Yeah. Well. And it tells me an hour beforehand. Oh, So okay. like, hey, start winding down. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I just so, have it like right at, it's like, hey, yeah. go to bed. Uh, go to bed right now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, those are my qualms. But yeah. the, the only nice thing is they did, uh, I don't know, a couple iPhones ago, this one and probably the 12, I think, they mm. introduced uh, iPhone Raw. Yeah. So now you can shoot your pictures in RAW and you can skip all that post-processing and do what you need to do with the image. Right. Now, again, you're not getting as much detail as a full-frame sensor. I mean, okay. I, I think there's certain there's certain things where you can't, especially with photography, hmm. and I know there's other things in the in, in the world that, like, like sound, like speakers, right? Yeah. When you have a bigger speaker and you have more resonance, you have more places for that sound to kind of bounce and do different things with it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same thing with a picture. It's like the, these larger sensor, larger format cameras, like the bigger the sensor you have, the more data you can collect. Mm -hmm. And the problem is you cannot fit that sensor in our phones. No, because you need bigger glass and that glass needs to be farther away from the sensor for it to capture the light and focus it right. And uh, on the newer cameras that have like telephoto lenses, that's why they show kind of the diagram of where there's like a box uh, at the very top where the rest of the camera sensors are, but it like takes a 90 degree and there's like a funnel that just goes straight down and follows the back of the camera. Yep. Because it has to have that distance away for it to work. (laughs) And so like they're smart and cool, smart ways to get around the limitations of trying to be like thinner than a cookie. (laughs) <laughs> right but yeah there there's like physical limits that we just kind of just have to work around for your smartphone to just take the photos you need to have yeah and again it's great for day-to-day yes. stuff i get it it's great whatever video mm-hmm. has come a long way it's impressive and what bothers me is like when they have the photo or the video commercials that say shot on iPhone. I know. They do it with an iPhone, but then they slap a massive lens on the front of it <laughs> because you can buy lens kits that can yep. like be part of a case and then the case holds the lens there for you because the built-in lenses are not good enough for looking that great. But it's kind of disingenuous, I believe, to be like, it's shot on iPhone, but like <laughs> stupid large <laughs> lens on top. Well, yeah, and it's like that plus just like any product right mm. it's shot in s- s- specific perfect environment yeah like yeah. the lighting the the setup like the whole thing is meant to specifically show this product and yeah. what it can do and so it's like the most ideal situation that you could ever shoot with it in that no one will ever encounter mm-hmm. you know unless you're trillion dollar apple you know and then they're filmmakers so they probably run it through like a denoiser and make it all pretty and like color corrected yeah it's not what just pops out yeah they just don't strip it out of the iphone say we're done yes yeah exactly so because that's what we do we do so much stuff on our own fancy cameras that we have to do to it to make it look right yeah yeah so you have to definitely do it to a smartphone camera but we've been we've been integrating the the phones into our workflow to a certain degree yep and it's been 
it's been interesting. It's been cool. I can't believe that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, but it helps us on the lower end of pricing to be able to help people yeah. out and still aid in that knowledge. We still have to have external tools to help adapt to, to use your phone. Yes. Like we have a Ronin, what is it called? The, your little gimbal doodad that you shove on it? So it's, it's actually within the Osmo line. It's an Osmo. Yes, because Ronin, Ronin still implies part of the Pro line. Okay. So it's an Osmo Mobile. Um, okay. We have the five, and it is a, it's just a cell phone gimbal. I've oh. seen a lot of people with these now. Yeah. Um, which, um, mixed with the stabilization of that, plus the internal stabilization of the phone and the lenses and all the things that it's doing, you can get some pretty awesome smooth footage. Oh. Um, but, you know, we do. We, we, we use a different format. We shoot in ProRes, which most of the people I've tried to talk to, it's kind of like yeah, right over their head, which maybe I'm not explaining it correctly. Um, but it's also, you know, I mean, it's industry yeah. jargon, things that we talk about on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's actually a setting that you have to physically turn on within your iPhone to actually show the button on your camera. Yeah. Most and, people barely know what a JPEG is. Correct. <laughs> and I highly recommend that you don't go finding the setting and using it all the time on your video. It's limited to certain uh, resolutions and frame rates. Mm-hmm. And it's also a huge um, you know, data yeah. sucker. Have like, you talked about how hard it is to get files off your phone when you do that? Apple. Apple. I know you're not listening, but if you were listening, just let me plug my phone in and move my files. So <laughs> these files are huge. Like we're talking, I go shoot a house. Uh, we do video work on it. Let's say it's like a 1500 square foot house. We do the interior exterior. We shoot it on the iPhone. We're talking 1080. So regular HD resolution, not even 4K. Okay. Um, I'll probably leave there with like 40 to 60 gigabyte worth of files. Okay. Yeah. That's not terrible. I mean, it's not terrible. Yeah. But it's but a lot for more. For HD, that's kind of a lot. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you go to 4K, you really start. Yeah. Just, and you know, it's, again, we're using, we're using the wide angle lens. So, you know, yeah. we're not using the biggest sensor that we can on the phone. There's a, there's a lot of things that go into that. We're not shooting at crazy high frame rates. So it's still one of those things like moving that sort of data though. Mm-hmm. from the phone to the computer, that's the issues because you can only do it with AirDrop, essentially. AirDrop, I thought you could do it over the cable, but it's like USB 2.0 speeds. Correct, but the problem is is when you do that too, for whatever reason, it reformats all the videos. Oh, so like, oh no. Yeah. Okay, so you have to do it over AirDrop. You pretty much have to do it over AirDrop. I haven't found a workaround. I mean, somebody tell me if, it, if I'm wrong here, but I have done search after search online looking for videos. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. No, it's horrible. And it takes forever. Yeah, And it I fails bet. all the time. Oh, no. it does, it's like I have a brand new MacBook and a fairly brand new phone. I mean, again, I just bought yeah, it. Yeah, the, the latest. Of, yeah. yeah, I've got the yeah. 13 Pro Max. The Max. big boy. And it's like, no, 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 no. So I transfer like five at a time. and No. Yeah. Well, I did see a rumor that uh, for the iPhone 15, I just saw that that we may be getting a USB-C iPhone. Yeah, and if they put USB-C on it, I will instantly buy one. I will too, because one, like it's the only thing left really that's using the Lightning port. Like the MacBooks yes. have it, the iPads have it. I mean, come on, like yep. what? What are they waiting for? Like they're shoving it on like the Beats headphone things and like the the uh, AirPods. It's like, what are you doing, Apple? I know. It's like nobody wants this. 
You I talk haven't... about generating, reducing waste, like getting rid of the lightning port would reduce waste. Yeah, because like I have a shortage of lightning cables and, yeah. a, and an abundance of USB-Cs. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it doesn't. Apple, get on it. Come on. Come on, Come on guys. There's no uh, reason that it shouldn't be able to do that. And like you said, up the speed. Up it. Give me, give me the pro and and give me the pro speeds i don't don't put it on all of them whatever yeah. if someone buys a base iphone give them 2.0 speeds you can't speeds. call it pro and not have like a fast way to get your footage off it yes. doesn't make any sense because that's the thing too is like help me to do these things in an easier fashion mm-hmm. i will i will use it more yeah you know we're we're kind of apprehensive to do it all the time because it's getting the footage back and forth has just been kind of hateful so yeah, that that would make me want to not use the feature I paid for. <laughs> yeah, right. Which ProRes was one of the big things that pushed me over the the edge to buy the iPhone. Oh yeah, because I knew I could work it into my business. So that yeah. was kind of the big deal. Yeah, we love the format ProRes. It's what we shoot. Um, it's what the our Ronin 4D can shoot in. That's what we want to shoot in. Yep. It's what our external recorder does. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a great format. Um, it has a lot of detail and the files don't get massive quickly yep um they can depending upon yes which version of <laughs> you have to choose which one yes we use like the one above proxy i think because proxy is meant for like working with not the true format I right think. right so, yeah i have no idea i've looked yeah. through the chart the chart is so confusing on which mm. format to use it's very technical so i understand they're not trying to brand it to Oh yeah, no. General it's, audience. It's. I mean, it says pro res. Like it is for professionals. Yeah. This is something that it's not for your grandma to go and figure out. No, because when you shoot something like that, like you need to do color grading. Yep. On the footage, because it's it's kind of giving you a somewhat raw. It's the best way mm-hmm. to kind of put it, right? Yeah, unprocessed. Unprocessed yeah. image. So you have to do post processing on it to make it look the way that you want. Yeah. But the fact is, is you have the data. Yeah. To be able to give it that look or whatever you're going for yeah like if you're shooting a room and then like the, the bright sun is pouring in through the windows you can still pull in a lot of more information yep from there if it was just blazing in from like a normal setup well, well so. especially because you're getting the hdr as well through the iphone which is really oh, yeah. nice i still don't understand how hdr works in video compared to because when you explain it and show it to me on photo <laughs> it just makes sense you like take it at a very low exposure then a little bit more a little bit more bu- 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 and you just combine them all in the one and you figure it out and then photo and video is like barely transferable in knowledge correct like, i don't even know how they do it i don't either but it's amazing yeah because again i know how much data i can pull out of an hdr image from my camera mm-hmm. which is a lot of data a lot yeah and we're n- the ronin gets close yeah ronin gets pretty close still limited to a certain degree but yeah. pretty close which we're also not shooting in the highest formats that it can shoot in because it <laughs> also know. like the data and the cost like there's yeah we're business so. we need to have like <laughs> 10 times the storage on our server just to be able to have anything yes like that. yes that's the issue so yep. cost space oh, all man. the things we now understand why that small channel linus tech tips <laughs> pays for a massive server of footage because they like they hoard all of the stuff they make which is one insane i don't yes. know why you're doing that but it's a lot of information nonetheless so like what they're doing makes sense yes yeah which we're purging 
So we are purging. Hope you got <laughs> what you wanted. Purge. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. I think that's all we got. Yeah, I think uh, it's been think a we long had a lot day. of good things today. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Uh, it's been very nice chatting with you. Yeah, I think David, uh, this was cool. I'm glad yeah. we got to nerd out a little bit. Um, yeah, nerd out on the of, things that Tristan doesn't know about sometimes. Yeah, no, and I could talk cell phones all yeah. day. So, which speaking mm-hmm. of. Um, I'm not going to fully give it away, but we might have, you know, we sound oh, somewhat knowledgeable yeah. in this area, yeah. right? And we're talking about cameras and all the things. Mm. We might have some things coming. So I don't know if it's going to be soon, but we're working on it. Oh. So <laughs> look out for that. Yeah. We'll probably announce it I don't it even know what he's talking about. He I'm excited. I'll tell him about it when we're done. Um, but yeah, so I don't know how many more episodes we got here on season three either. I'm just going to give you all a head, heads up. Yeah. Um, I think like mid-summer, uh, we're probably going to go ahead and uh, we're going to be done with season three and start yeah. development on season four. I promise yeah. there's not going to be a big gap in the two seasons. Um, we want to keep things moving. We've got a lot yeah. of ideas and we just want to make sure that we can stay uh, you know, make it feasible for us to continue doing this and yeah. get our work done. <laughs> well, not even just that, just, we want to make sure that, uh, we want to make sure that you guys that are out there listening and watching get the most out of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can stay on track and, you know, make things clear and concise yep. as we go through, but you get to enjoy us hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, just making it better each season. So we yeah. have the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Something we love doing and we want to make it more and more improved every time we start yes. it up so so if we wait any longer we're not gonna be able to make big changes so yeah. it's time to make big changes go to the next season so oh, yeah. we'll keep you guys updated on what's going on there uh awesomely this was episode 22 yep we're killing it i can't believe I'm we're so this excited started. yeah so excited we're no. we're gonna get more guests it's happening we've got a lot of people that we're working on getting on the show we're going to mm-hmm. have a bunch more guests before we're done. Maybe we'll just start pumping out guest episodes every week just to get some people yep. in here because that'll be a lot of fun. Um, so watch out for it. But yeah. thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If yeah. you have been, um, check us out online. Uh, if you want to check out more podcast oh, stuff man. with the video, you can go on you YouTube. Um, you can also go to the Triflix cast Instagram page. There's a bunch of fun stuff on there. Follow a, lot us. Of, a lot of stuff that doesn't get on YouTube. So check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, then also, if you want to see what we're doing on day-to-day basis with the company, um, Triflix LLC on Instagram, uh, also on Facebook, you can go to the website, triflix.com, check it out. Uh, yep. Maybe you want to hire us. We've been doing a ton of work lately and it's yeah. awesome and we want more of it. So get a hold of us. We can do a lot of cool stuff, guys. We've got uh, a lot of new gear, a lot of stuff we're working on. And, We'd uh, love to work with you. We would. We would love to work with you. Thanks for listening to the best podcast in the best best town, Columbus. With the best audience. With the best. With the best. I can't I can't talk. Bye.